Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi guys, welcome back to Playing Out From The Back. Uh, this edition is going to be the awards ceremony, I suppose, for Playing Out The Back podcast. Um, I've got uh, the t- two teammates uh, left and right. I've got Moses Spencer and Aaron White. How are you boys doing? All good, mate. All good. Looking forward to this one. Be interesting to see your opinions. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm all good as well. Can't wait for you not to scrutinise my team of the season. <laughs> um, obviously, some surprises in there. Um, just to keep it interesting, you know. Yeah. Can't knock you though, mate. You've come up with a couple of suggestions at the start of the season that seem to be uh, coming true. So I, I won't knock you too much. But uh, <laughs> I, I got. I got some grief. I got some grief in the week. I saw some grief from about my, uh, my, my my passionate views. So for those people that for those people that come at me. I don't care. <laughs> um, and you're not going to, I don't care about what I'm about to say now, but I've got to say, I don't, I think what you've just said there, mate, I think me and Aaron are going to be pretty aligned. You on the other, on the other hand, I think you're going to come up with some like Bashwai or something for like player of the season, <laughs> but um, <laughs> let's uh, we're going to go for our awards. So now I'm going to go, I'm going to start actually, because all the players always get mentioned, but let's start with, manager of the season and um, uh, Mo I just need to hear it what, who are you going for as your, your manager of the season this year in the, in the crowd what I need to know is why I'm always first why do I'll I always go, go I'm, I'm happy to go first I because, go go first. <laughs> because you, I just like to get their fireworks done now <laughs> <laughs> you just, it, so me you, and Aaron can pick ourselves up off our chair let me set a little fire under this yeah Mo go first what's your manager of the no Aaron you go first this time I think I'm, I'm happy to go first right, I'm happy go first. to go first <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's, it's a difficult one because if we recorded this last week I probably would have said David Moyes Mm. Uh, but obviously the last two or three results has put him into you know from top four contention to may not even make in Europa League so he was out the window Uh, for me I'm going to go Brenda Rogers as manager of the year Uh, obviously won won the FA Cup last week Uh, has been consistent this season always within the top four has it in his hands going into the last two games of the season uh, as well. And he's dealt with a couple of injuries to some big players this season. Pereira was probably <laughs> one of his best players last season. He's been out pretty much all season. Uh, Harvey Barnes, for majority of the uh, second half of the season, has been injured as well. Madison hasn't really hit form either, but he's managed to to keep them consistent throughout the season. Uh when Vardy was injured, he got Iheanacho uh, scoring goals, playing to his strengths. They've signed uh, some top, top players this season and they've started in straight away. So recruitment-wise, he's got it spot on. And yeah, for me, winning the FA Cup, uh, top four is in his hands. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, a special shout out to Oli Gunnar Solskjaer though. He was second in my list. No pep for you, Aaron, no? 
Pet the frog. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't, be, don't be silly. Didn't even make top five. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay, I thought there's a bit of fire there for you. <laughs> Aaron came off. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, how's Pep? Pep? Was that a bad no, one? No, no, yeah, he, he, he was fed. He was fed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, fair. Fair. Brendan Rogers, great shout. Yeah, he's. Um, I think it's. I think the only team he's probably not actually had success at was Reading. I think when you look yeah. back at his record, um, you know what he done with Swansea as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's just that's just mental. So you kind of you kind of think how many teams have missed the window taking Brendan Rodgers? So you talk about we talk about Arsenal, we talk about Tottenham, for instance. I mean even Chelsea. Yeah. You know, did, have people missed that window now? Because he's got. We talk about owners all the time. And he seems to he seems to build a good relationship with every owner that he goes to because they seems to the players he wants he seems to get a good trust right and then he seems yeah. to get the players or the certainly the style of player he, he wants so it makes you sound like he's an actual manager he's not like just he's a very good coach by the sounds of things but he's actual manager as well so yeah, yeah good, um, good sounds good. like a very good man manager yeah yeah good 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 shout from from mr from mr rogers there um what about coming in moses what have you got i'm not gonna ruffle any feathers just yet i'm, I'm gonna go with uh with pep guardiola um especially if he wins the champions league um i think uh playing this whole season without a recognized center forward uh running away with the league um developing yet another formula for winning games, you know, with a false force nine, um, etc. Final of the Champions League, and I think they'll get over the line. Nearly faultless, again, winning the League Cup. Um, lost out in the semi-final of the FA Cup uh, to a good Chelsea team in, in good form. Um, I know it's sort of like um, pretty cliche to just have the, the manager at the top of the league, um, but I, I, I genuinely think that this might be one of his biggest achievements in terms of this is a, a, a reinvented Man City side in a very difficult um, season where everyone else has found it quite difficult and he's still produced by far the best results. So mm. especially if he goes on to win the Champions League. Yeah. But even yeah. for me now, um, you can't really look much further. He's got to the final of the Champions League, semi-final. We're talking about nearly a faultless season. It's, uh, yeah. it's, 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 it'd be very hard to, to top. Where do you... Obviously, we talk about Fergie and we talk about uh, Wenger, obviously, as some of the greats, obviously, in, in the in the Prem. Um, what's he got to do to put himself above those two? Um, well, we're looking at... What's he been here for? Four years? If he if he was to stay six, seven, eight years and take seven, eight years, so eight years, six Premier League titles, he wins all the domestic cups and a couple of Champions League. You have to start saying, you know, I mean, a very strong challenger to, to Fergie. I don't know how many um, actual cups Fergie's won off the top of my head, but I know that Pep wins to a season at least. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, know yeah, that yeah. there was a you know a few seasons where Man United didn't really do much in the cup competitions, but they still managed to get over the line in the league, etc. etc. But, yeah. but it's like Pep, he wins two to three trophies a season. Like it's just he's just closing the gap for titles one so quick. Um so yeah. I mean two two or three more seasons like this is the answer I'd give you. If he wins Champions League this year is he above Wenger, do you think? I hurt to say. I, 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 well, you, you know what? Yeah, the thing is, is that the, um, Pep Guardiola is doing what Arze Wenger done. He's come, yeah. to, the, he's come to the country mm-hmm. and he's showing the, the, the country a different way of playing and new, mm-hmm. new ideas. It's, it's a similar thing. He's just done it winning winning competitions. The only difference you could have between the both of them is that Pep has money to spend and Arzavega didn't really have no money to spend. But but I, I agree with you on that point, no, but I've got to say this. I think the Premier League now is a lot harder. So we talk mm, about agreed. you think about it was Man United, Arsenal. Man mm-hmm. United, Arsenal. Man yeah, United, yeah. Arsenal. And mm-hmm. every now and then 
Chelsea or Liverpool would be like, get a little close and flirt with the idea, but then with five or six games to go, they're nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like, and and all positions were kind of done. I think now the way the way the league is now, I think it's even harder to win because you've got so many more big games. And mm. when you played, when you played, when Arsenal them days of Arsenal Man United playing the the bottom seven eight, you know. I didn't even need to check the score. I just watched match of the day and watched that we're going to win, right? The same with United. I think now you just don't know what's going to happen. Mm. Man City can come unstuck at, at those sort of bottom sides. I think the 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 competition has has got a little bit quicker. I think, like you said, Wenger came in, didn't just show us how to play football, but he massive instigated on what happened off the pitch. Mm. So much so that Man United had to step up themselves, you know, and go and do that. Like things like banning eating chocolate and things like that. Like that wasn't even a thing there. Wenger's coming in and, and got on like the dietary side of things. So I think mm. that's a big revolutionary thing that he done. Um, and I think Pep's obviously started to do those little things as well with, the, with the, these guys on and off the pitch. But that's why I think he's just that he could pip, could pip it to be honest. Pep could pip it. Yeah. Um, with, uh, with the fact that the, the competition is a little bit stronger now, but mm-hmm. yeah, but, What's your thoughts, Aaron? Do you think um, yeah, it's just the yeah. Champions League? Yeah, I think once if he gets that this uh, this season, for me, he goes probably level with Wenger, and then maybe one more season, he he gets above him in mm. in maybe another league and obviously a domestic cup, etc. But yeah, he's yeah. he's not far off at the moment, is he? Still can't buy left backs though. Not having it. <laughs> still not. Still, still sorted that one out properly. Sichenko fluked it, but. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely definitely up there. Um, Aaron, I'm, I know you said, obviously, a couple of weeks ago, you would have gone Moyes. I'm still sticking with, with David Moyes, I, mm-hmm. just because I look at that, the quality of the squad that West Ham have yeah. and what he's done with them, I just think it was was mad. Like, what he got out of um, what he's got out of Antonio, obviously, what he's done again with Jesse Lingard since he's come, the forgotten man. Like, that's by, that's no fluke, I don't think. I think he, he's he's actually got a team Playing a style exactly what he wants that's causing causing problems. Um, Kufal obviously playing right back. You know, good good um, good business. Um, sorted out a style. He's managed everything properly with mm-hmm. uh, Mark Noble. You, there hasn't come. There hasn't been anything that's come. Normally, there's something stupid that comes out of the West Ham camp that derails it. You know, when it was like um, what was his name? Um, is it Forlan? What was his name? Oh. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Um, they went to Marseille. Payet. Yeah, there was always something that just, and then there's sort of players there, like big time. He he addressed all of those. Anderson, goodbye. Like, just, he's addressed it, got it right. They've been playing a good good bit of football, you know, to a point where people, you know, let's say, um, Lingard's fire a little bit again that people were talking about him for England. Declan Rice, he's got him in a, in a good good shape. Mm-hmm. I just generally think um, they've they've done well um, with what, what he's done. Then um, I still think they could get Europe. I, I don't see any reason why they can't. I know the fixtures aren't. Um, some of the fixtures might not go their way, but um, I still think they will end up in a European place. And um, as I said, what he's done with that that team, and and we will come on to. Things about like who are the, the big six now to be flirting in and around that, with in comparison to sort of some of the money and the profiles that Everton went out and got. Look what he's done. I, I, I'd like to give it to David Moyes because he comes under a lot of uh, stick and he got under obviously came under a lot of stick obviously when he was at United as well. So I think it's quite good to to see what he's done and um, I'm hoping it's not a one off um, for him. And I think West Ham could go on if if, if obviously he's backed correctly again. Um, the, the following season, but any any disagreements on on Moyes or, no, or no. things that he's not far off it? No, like I said, yeah. I, I, I he was close for me up until up until last week, the last few games. But yeah, he's had a very very solid season. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I think I think he's yeah he's up there, and I don't think there's anyone any other one of our picks is out there going um problem. But I, I will say this next year, um, I do think Tuchel could end up with a big season next year I think he could be in a shout if he obviously if he survives the uh, Chelsea chopping block after Christmas I yeah. think if he has he, if he's if he's still here after Christmas 
he he'll be probably a contender because he would have done the things right. Because we know what obviously happens with, with Chelsea come Christmas time and their managers. But um, <laughs> if, yeah, if, if, if 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 had won the FA Cup, he he would have possibly been my manager of the season if he really? won the FA Cup. Yeah, even with the short period of time. Yeah, yeah because I mean yeah. he's in the Champions League final. Like it's it's being underlooked. I was watching something on the telly today, and. Chelsea have come from behind Liverpool to get into the top four. Like at, they were the, the, at the mm. point when he come in, Chelsea were behind Liverpool. They've 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 come good, great guns, mate. And they're in the final of both of those competitions. It's mad how a game changes things because before that game, you're looking like Chelsea looked solid top four. They could win the FA Cup, and they're in the Champions League final. And you're thinking it's looking like a difficult game for City. Then mm. they lose to Leicester. And now I'm thinking Liverpool might put, pit them for the top four. Mm. And I'm thinking they ain't got a chance of beating Man City three times in a row. You know what I mean? Like, it just one game just changes everything. But I think Tuchel needs needs respect for what he's done in this uh, in this short period of time. He, he'd have definitely been up there for me. Yeah. Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, moving on to sign of the season. Um, just so there's no bickering who's going first, I'm going to nick it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going Ruben Diaz. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure you guys are probably close to following that as well. Um, what he's done at City, in terms of what you know, again brought John Stones under it. You watch his mentality that he's he's put in there, the stats that he's put up as a as a defender. Um, it has been mad, and I think you know you like you most. You obviously said that they went out went a season without that um, recognised obviously striker, but we know that the attacking sort of premise that they have there and the players, they they can play without that striker. You know, they know they're going to get goals from elsewhere. One thing that was always the big concern for me is how do they replace Vincent Company? And I think they were trying to do that before uh, Vinny obviously left and they just weren't getting it right. You know, they, they went down the sort of Nathan Ake route um, and they've, obviously they had John Stones in there, Otten Mendy's been in there. It hasn't really... They haven't found that potential person who could be another leader from the back. This guy, he's a he's a proper. You know, without talking like he even if he could play with a ball at his feet, he does all the ugly stuff. But he can mm. he can play. That's the thing you can find him at the, you can find him on the edge of the, the opposing eighteen yard box. You know, the guy is the guy is, is decent and he's settled in so so well. And yes, sixty eight million euros, that's what you get. But we've also seen players that have gone for around that sort of money and it's not worked out. So, again, big price tag, dealt with that. Then it just doesn't even sort of, I guess it doesn't, not even in his mind, I suppose, that 68 million. It's not even, it's like it's nothing to him. He's come in. What he's done, as I said to you, what he's done for John Stones, because John Stones has been shaky. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree in the last maybe a couple of seasons, being a bit like, oh God, what's, what's happened to this promising centre-half? Then when they actually look at him next next to Diaz, the pair of them just—it's like a perfect triangle with them two and obviously Edison for me. Um, so yeah, sign of season um, goes to Diaz, and I think that their success—it's not all down to him, but I think it's a huge success. Uh, a huge part of their success has come from from Diaz, and that's probably why they've they've probably been able to cream the league this year. Yeah, I'd I'd be surprised if the answer to sign of the season. Is not Diaz. If anyone else has any other answers, I'd like to hear them. But Diaz is is by far the the winner for that. There's, I mean, the only other people I could really think of in in that category of signing of the season, maybe for Fana for Leicester. Uh, we talk about Lingard a lot for West Ham, but there's no one really that's come close to Diaz. Uh, for me, he's he's won it hands down. Yeah, yeah you, Moses. I thought I thought you were about no, to say something. Moses went no, silent no, there when you said no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, uh, since since the podcast we've done where we spoke about Diaz, even mm. before that, I've I've you you could just see a, a, a thing for me um, at being a centre back when you know you've got a good centre back is blocks. If you ever have a centre back that that makes a lot of blocks, they're a good centre back, and his level of yeah. blocks are incredible. If you're watching a game. How many blocks he makes. It's incredible. His reading of the game is incredible. 
Mm. Um, he's an old-fashioned defender, and I think that's what John Stone needed. All Ruben Diaz cares about is just defending. That's his prime primary um, um, yeah. port, and that's where he differs from Laporte because Laporte's still quite a nice defender, quite a pretty passing defender, um, and I just don't think that that's the right partner for John Stones because they're they're both similar. If you see what I mean, they're both quite quite nice, quite look good on the ball. Whereas I just think Diaz, although he can play, I'm not saying he can't play. His main thing is just keeping the ball out the back of the net. And I think that works perfectly alongside um, Stones and both Laporte. And yeah, definitely for me, sign of the season. Quick question out to you boys. Laporte and Nathan Ake sitting on a bench right now. Do you think one of them leaves in the summer? Oh man. You know what? If I was... Or do they sit on their money? That's it. Ake's at his time at you know, sitting on the bench at Chelsea and then going out on loan and then had a good couple of seasons other than that. Uh, he'd probably have another season of sitting on the bench, playing here and there, winning a couple more trophies and then he probably will will look out elsewhere. I'm not too sure about Laporte. It just depends what he's been told. If he's going to be num- if he's going to be first choice, then then obviously he'll stay. But if he's been told he's not, then I'd leave if I was him. Boys, the thing is with with Man City and Pep Guardiola is the starting eleven next season, even though they've done all this, could look totally different. Like, you know, like like you get into next season and all of a sudden you don't see no Mares. The hot like first half of the season, no Mares. He's had a good (laughs) he's had a good season, but you get to next season and you just don't see him. It's like Stones, like who was expecting him to come back? He was he had one foot out of the door, and it, <laughs> it's just it just seems like with Pep, it's like when the train starts moving for him and they start picking up results, whoever's in the team at that point holds down their place because Laporte was their best defender last season. He can't get a look in, you know what I mean? It's it's just like I, I just wouldn't count out Nathan Ake. Being a first choice next season, I just, you, yeah, yeah, you just don't know what he's going to do. Like next season, it might be like, okay, my left back's now going to, you know, do what Delph did that season and just pretty much play centre mid. And then all of a sudden, it looks a bit better for Ake. You know, you just yeah. never know what he's going to do. So it's like you look at it and you think, follow Port and 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 Ake, they're winning competitions. They're probably still getting twenty five, thirty games a season. Like to us, mm. it seems like they're getting nothing. Because yeah. you know you see Stones and Diaz, but they're probably still getting twenty five, thirty still games a season, game. and they're winning bloody two, three competitions yeah, yeah, a true. year. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm. it would take something like it would take something big, like you know maybe another big club to come along and say, "I want to make you first choice." For Laporte to say, "Say I'm going to leave City." You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe a Bayern Munich come along and say, "Look, come and like you know be our main centre back or or Real Madrid." But other than that, I see them sitting tight and just strengthening I can't yeah. really see mm. see much outgoings to be fair yeah yeah no, that's fair I think we're probably all going to probably end up staying in Manchester for this one as well uh, young young player of the season Aaron you know what I've I haven't I haven't gone into Manchester I've uh, stayed in London on this one <gasps> what yeah no 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 there's a good candidate in London I just hope it's him <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mason Mount, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. he's uh, it's tough because you know there, there's there's a lot there's a lot of young players. I know Foden's probably one of the main ones uh, out there for young player. But looking at the minutes that Mount's played compared to to anyone his age or younger, he's played more more minutes for Chelsea this season than anyone in 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 their squad. Uh, same same in his age group. Uh, made himself an England regular. Uh, just got player of the year at Chelsea as well, which considering the amount of you know stars that they have at Chelsea at the moment uh, is big for him. And for me, he's first name on a team sheet at Chelsea every game now. Uh, he's gone from strength to strength, and, and a lot of, he had a lot of criticism beginning of the season. Everyone thought, oh, he's he's Lampard's you know teacher's pet kind of thing, but I think he's proven every single one of them wrong. And for me, he's my young player of the season. Mm. Okay. I like that. I'll go. Yeah. I, I can't. I couldn't, okay. I couldn't argue that for sure. What are you going with, Moses? You want me to go next? Yeah. Um, yeah, go on, mate. <laughs> I'm on the fence, 
but I might as well get my bombshell out there now. I'm going to go with Foden for young player of the season only because he's not in my team of the season. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So he's, he's, he's young player, but he's what? not in the team. Okay. Yeah, because, well, <laughs> the thing is, yeah, is the young player for me was so tight between Foden yeah. and Mount. I, like, I literally... But that... Did Mount make your eleven? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He's but, in there. But, you get, but you gave it to Foden. Literally, what? I just I want to say I want to say hold both up. of no, them. Wait, hold up. What? Huh? <laughs> I want to I want to say both of them. I want them both to be involved in my end of season awards, but I don't yeah. have to. I can't have them both. In no, my that's team. fair enough. That's Do you get enough. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. one of them was either going to get in the team, and the other one was going to be young player. I'm going to go with Foden for young player. Um, I think we was all expecting him to to um, to get into the Man City team this season and and um, be a more prominent fig- a figure. But for me, for Foden, it's the amount of get- goals he scores in big games, like crucial mm. goals. Um, I always think it's tough when you're at Manchester City to win any awards like this because you're always in and out. Yeah. So it's like. You, uh, I give Foden the award, but then I think there's large parts of the season where he wasn't in the team. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah, Foden for me, because he scores he scores big games, he's going to be a ridiculous footballer, a ridiculous yeah. footballer. And um, and I think he's burst onto the scene perfectly. Um, so, yeah, Phil Foden. Yeah, Phil Foden for me. Um, and yes, he's in my team. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's definitely there. Uh, the guy is. You he's know unreal. What? It's not just, you know what it's it's not just being unreal. When I what I like about watching Phil Foden, um, what he does on the pitch, and then come final like the final whistle, the guy's just enjoying football. Like yeah. as if he's playing in the street with his with his boys, like the posts of the curbs of the pavement, like the pavements. You know what I mean? He's He's just enjoying it. And when you're watching him, when the ball comes out and he plucks it out of the air, again, it's just like, it's nothing. It's not a, it's not a chore to think about it. Um, yes, he's playing with some of the best players in the world right now. Does that help? Yeah, of course it does. But you, to hold your own at that, at that age, mm-hmm. and bearing in mind, the hype's not just this year. How many, it's been probably the last two years, people going, why are you not playing Phil Foden? Why are you not playing Phil Foden to Pep like constantly, 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 constantly? Which he's obviously going to hear all that as well. You got you're building up so much hype from such a young. Per- How old is he? Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, all that hype from seventeen. You know that that's a lot to take to then come in and do what he's doing. How many times have we seen these players like do that? They they they're wonderful for like two three games and then they suddenly go under the radar. And mm. I've got to say a bit like what you said, Moyes. When we were first discussing, oh yeah, we should do um, like our awards and all that. I would have, I would have loved Saka to be in it, but Saka yeah. the last it has taken a bit of a nosedive, and that's but not to say, know, oh, he's not that good a player. But I'm just saying that's a lo- he had so much pressure at Arsenal that like, he uh, was becoming like the main guy. Yeah, I've got a question for you. I've got a question for you. Go this on. is this is what I mean. I mean, the reason why I think we look at Foden and we say he's doing so well is because I think he's afforded the rest and the space. He doesn't, he's not a main man. Yeah. And I think that's what Saka, like Saka looks leggy now. That's what he looks like. So my question to you is, does it, they're they're not, are they as far apart as they may look? Because when you think about it, Saka's sort of carrying Arsenal, whereas Foden Mm -hmm. is being afforded the space to grow in a good team. If you see what I mean? So, is it like, would Saka be, produce the same results if he was playing for Man City? That's the question. I, I, look, Saka's, Saka's class. No, no no question about it. I just... Is he afforded the rest? I think Saka was given the rest, but not at the right times. That's a whole different yeah. conversation. Yeah. Because I'm talking about Arteta playing... Saka, when he's in a run of form, we had some big games playing. Suddenly, he pulled him out. Yeah. So you're stopping that consistency. Mm. If he was playing, I tell you, I say this, Mo. If he was playing and one okay game, followed mm-hmm. by a bad game, followed by another bad game, mm. I go. Do you know what? I'm going to protect him. 
because I'm mm-hmm. going to take him out of that line like so people aren't putting the heat on him. Two, it might be the fact that actually this guy needs a rest. Mm. But what we were doing, he was playing amazing game, great game, good game. Oh, big game coming up. Going to pull you out of it. Do you know, who else? Do you know then... who else does that? Do you know Ooh. who else does that? Pep Guardiola, mate. Yeah, but he can afford to do it. No, 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 of course he can. Of course he can. But what I'm saying is, is that even when Foden's playing well, he gets taken out of the team. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. But I guess, here's, I know here's, here's, my, here's my difference, though, right? Is that when they pull him out, when they rest, when he rests Foden, mm. City win three or four nil, and mm. no one talks about it. We were pulling out arguably our best player, and. Again, our best player, and then we were losing 2 0. And then people are going, Oh, why did you drop Saka? Guess what that ends up doing? When you put him back in, people are expecting this mm. huge like change of what's going to happen. But Arsenal weren't in, Arsenal weren't afforded to do that, and we weren't playing that well. Whereas City can afford that to mm. rest Foden, win 5 0, put him back in. People are like, okay, yeah, great. Foden's playing today. They win five 0 again. Like it's it's nothing. Like it's mm. not it's not a big thing. They they they're constantly in form, and even when they're not in form, they're still getting results, right? Or you know, getting the right results anyway. We we don't we can't afford that. So I'm not knocking Saka like Saka. I'm not putting it all on Saka. I just think that we pulled him out at the wrong times. Mm. I don't want to sort of diverse go like go too far down a different yeah. like, dark path here, but we saw it with Pepe, right? Pepe, form, 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 did all right, did all right. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to yank him out. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, and it's hard to build up that momentum. Foden got, was allowed enough time to build up the right momentum that when he did come back in, Pep knows when to drop, and or not drop, but like when to rest players, when to put them back in the right games. And mm. he, he's got that. But that's, that's a whole different thing. But as I said, consistent performer for me at this age and the levels that he was doing at is Foden. Mason Mount has been class. Not, I'm not knocking what he's done as well, but I just think that when I look at, when I watch certain players, I'm not saying that Mount is not a naturally gifted player, but if you Mount works, without saying this wrong, Mount looks like he is having to work a lot harder to be at that level than Foden is. But I feel like Foden has got another five gears to go. To go, I mm-hmm. think Mason Mount's in gear three. Do you know what I mean? No, I think that's, yeah. that's why I, just, I, I, I put him like that. Mason Mount's class, he's going to get better. I think he'll get better. Foden, he's got, the way he plays and the way he's going, I, I just think he's going to be up there. You know, when we're talking about... We had this conversation before where we said about um, Haaland and um, Haaland and Mbappe being uh, Messi and Ronaldo. And we were like, who's going to be the Neymar? I still think it's going to be Phil Foden. Yeah, mm. That's that's disagree. the level I'm putting him at. That's the, that's the level I'm putting him at. Well, he's, he's yeah. definitely got that potential. It's natural for him. It's natural ability, and under Pep and the team that he's in, it's gonna, it's only ever gonna improve and improve. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Mason Greenwood though. Let's not sleep on him because Mason Greenwood's serious. Good you know, and he didn't, he Good didn't, plan. he didn't, he didn't have, he didn't have. Uh, as much impact this season, although I think he could have had more, but he had that problem with England and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, but Mason Greenwood, especially these last few weeks as well, he's got a few goals, uh, run of goals, etc. And like Aaron predicted, making a good run at the squad. Now there's 26, uh, 26 players going to the competition. So Mason Greenwood, um, as well, another player, young player that got a few goals in the Premier League, a few assists, can come from the right, can play through the middle. So Mason Greenwood definitely needs to be in the conversation for sure. Is 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 he gonna is he gonna make it Man United or do you think he'll make it somewhere else? Like a Leicester? Nah, nah, United for sure. Yeah. He's ready to go. Yeah. He's ready yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah no, fair, no fair play. Just throwing it out there, just because they want to make sure he, he's a he mate. Left foot, right foot. That player is he's what he does is, is mad. <laughs> yeah. But um you got a problem as a defender if you've got someone that's it's <laughs> Just as strong on both feet, it's, it's a problem. <laughs> but um, yeah, no fair, fair play. Yeah, and um, again, we talk about the future's bright, and obviously, um, yeah, on our next episode, we will talk about England, won't we? And on our twenty-six, so it'll be interesting to see how many of these young guys obviously get in. Um, this one I've been looking forward to, um, and Moses, you are going to start this time because I just want to <laughs> see where you're going with this one. Um, obviously, the three teams have been relegated: Sheffield United, West Brom, Fulham. What? <laughs> 
is that who would be their top? What would be the top signing that you would take from each of those clubs? You can only pick one from each each club. So one from Sheffield United, one from West Brom, one from Fulham. Okay, so uh, my Sheffield United one. Um, I think this one's fairly obvious. There's probably it was probably um, one of two Brewster, maybe because of his potential mm-hmm. um, and the club he's been at and how well regarded he was at Liverpool. Um, but the main man for me was uh, Sander Berger. Now he had a he's had a lot of this season uh, out injured, but I remember the second half of the season and to be fair, the first bit of this season uh, where he was their main guy, but. Uh, especially in the season when they done well, he was a catalyst when he come in for just that little bit of quality from Sheffield United. Um, so I think if I was going to pick one player, I know they've got a few good, a uh, few decent centre backs as well. But if there was one player I'll take from Sheffield United, it'd be Sander Berger. I hope that's the way you say it. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, him, <laughs> um, Fulham. Uh, no, go West Brom. So West Brom, it was easy for me. It's Matias Pereira. Um, showing quality, showing Premier League quality. Um, I think he's got to double figures in goals um, or very close. Um, he's, he's if, if, if anything's happening with West Brom, he's making it happen. Um, I think he'll comfortably get a move to the Premier League um, when West Brom go down. I think there'll be many a suitor in the Premier League that sees talent and that you know maybe not the top top echelon but when you think of your West Ham's when you think of your Southampton's uh, when you think of your mid-level team maybe even your Newcastle's um, I think he could add something to those teams so I think it'll be Matias uh, Pereira from uh, from West Brom and and Fulham um, Anderson (laughs) Anderson the (laughs) centre-back I've been watching him. I know what you're, you're... You might argue Adamola Lutman or whoever. For me, it's Anderson. Um, when he came in, uh, at the end of the transfer window, he defensive at Fulham and made them defensive team. I've been watching him a, a few times. I like what he does. He's comfortable on the ball. Good defender. Uh, Fulham's problem this season has after his false um, and they never really get a 1-0 or 2-1 or even when it's a 1-0 or, 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 or it wasn't enough and they eventually ended up going down but I don't think that was uh, from the defensive side I think it was more from the attacking side after he arrived uh, so they'll be my three players. I was about to shout bingo, mate. So because um, I've yeah, got all same, three of those. Same oh, here. You were the same. same? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, That's all right then. Full house. I mean, there wasn't. There wasn't. Um, I've got to say though. I know you're saying about sort of um, Brewster and, and those sort of players there, but you know, before I've seen before where you've seen teams go down and it was a big scrap, and there's you're like, oh my god, that team's about to get gutted. Like Norwich, like just, a couple Norwich of years yeah. Ago. yeah, yeah. You, know, you look at some of the players that were at Bournemouth. You knew it's like okay, Ryan Fraser's going to go. Okay, Wilson. Wilson. You know that yeah. you knew those players were going to, those players were going to get taken, and you thought, yeah, they're, they're they're the right they're the right players to to do that. I think, I think even Fulham a few years ago, I think they had a team, and there was a few players that they were like, yeah, okay, we'll take them out. But this year, I'm looking again. Yeah. I tried my hardest to go, yeah, would I take them? No, no, no. <laughs> there wasn't anything. Those three players seem to be, and to be honest, Anderson's on loan. Yeah. From Leon. You know, that has, and in that Fulham side, I then looked at him and went, ugh, disgusting. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like, yeah, you deserve to go down. How dare you think that you were going to stay up with that team? You know, it's like, I get West Brom. I looked at West Brom's team and I was like, okay. They tried a few different players here and there. They got a few loan signings in as well. And you're like, okay, fair enough. But again, I was like, meh. <laughs> Prayer is yeah. the only, only one. Um, I think uh, last year's Sheffield United, if they'd gone down, I would have probably thrown uh, Lundstrom in Lundstrom, there. Lundstrom, yeah. But again, this season, nah. Not really anyone. You know, go and play championship, bro. That's That's you. You know, but that's not... I don't think there was anyone in there. Henderson obviously was on loan, right? 
um, yeah. keeper for them last year. So, yeah, there wasn't it wasn't anything. So, yeah, I, I, can't, I couldn't even think about anyone else. Like you said, Brewster's probably the only one that I'd say. Look, Lookman, I, I don't think he's ready to be honest, Mo. I, I don't think he's a... If he is, he's always going to be at a team, for me, that's all always in and around the sort of bottom, this uh, bottom prem. I don't think he's an elite player at the prem. Mm. Really, going forward, don't see it. But especially when you're trying Penenka penalties, <laughs> when you're down the bottom, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, anyone else got any other points on that, or is that a nice? Easy, that was an easy, yeah, nice I think, easy one. Sorry, I think like you said, Sheffield United. I, I I may have not even picked anyone to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I, I would have been happy to have none of those players, but obviously because Sander, <laughs> Bird, Sander Bird was injured for like three quarters of the season, so I didn't really put him in until the last minute when I saw that he was. He obviously played some time this season. Uh, Pereira, 10 goals, 6 assists. Uh, yeah, he's... I think if you ask 100 people which player they want from West Brom, that all 100 will say Pereira. And I agree with Fulham. Anderson is probably the only one. The keeper, maybe. He's done done pretty well. Pretty well there. I think he's alone as well, if I, if I remember rightly. Uh, but yeah, those three, pretty simple. Ten goals, six assists is bloody good going, isn't it? Yeah, for, for someone for that for, level, for you down there. For for that level and, and um first season in the Premier League. That's some mm-hmm. going. That's that, I knew he was in double figures goals. I weren't quite sure on the assists. That's that's good going. I mean yeah, you look at that. teams like Everton, um you know, the higher level West Ham, um the higher level mid table Premier League teams yeah. have to be looking at him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Arsenal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If we if we can't take the nick out of our own team, you can. But um, yeah, definitely, um, definitely be someone that will will be interested in in joining one of those teams. As I said, I wouldn't surprise me if I see him at somewhere like Leicester. To be honest, I think someone will act quite fast on that if they haven't already done so. Um, but yes, this is now where it gets interesting, boys. So obviously, especially with some of the controversy, I've already heard that you've not put. Voted in your team, yeah, <laughs> um, killer. Um, but yeah, team team of the season. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait. What formation is everyone playing? Um, I've gone four three three. Yeah, same. Four three three. Okay, mine's a little bit different. I've gone with a four four two, but as a diamond. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, it's same sort of thing. I, I, mine's pretty much that, but I just went four three three diamond sort of thing. Okay, well. well, let's start with. Um, Let's start with the goalkeepers. I'm going to run through the positions. So, um, Aaron, who have you got in goal? Uh, I, I went for Martinez in goal. Uh, it yeah. was between him oh. and Mendy. But, yeah, Mendy. I went for Martinez. Oh, really? Yeah. Mendy? Okay. Yeah. Chelsea Mendy, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not bad. I did see some ludicrous thing that someone put on Twitter about... Uh, you see where Kepa got beat by uh, Tillemans? Yeah. Um and someone thought, see if Mendy was in goal, he's six foot <laughs> yeah. six, Kepa six foot one, he would have saved that. I'm looking at it going, Ooh, these, why do, how do these people watch football? No one is saving that. <laughs> brain dead, brain dead. Should be banned from Twitter. Um, <laughs> Moses, you got anyone different in goal? Uh, no, Martinez. Martinez in goal for me. Yeah, yeah, 15. Was, I think he, he puts that up himself. I think it was like 15 or 16 clean sheets or something. Makes, um, me, makes me sick. Yeah, but, um, but I've 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 moved on from it. It is what it is. Yeah, that's, hasn't, yeah, that's hasn't one that's going to take a while for yeah. me. Yeah, I can feel the burn every time he mentions. It. Even when he says the name, I can see it. <laughs> like, the gulp come down. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going over to uh, left back. Um, who, I've gone with Luke Shaw. Yeah, Aaron, Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw so, as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, about you guys. I just again, I like that uh, Ian Dowie style bounce back ability. You know that guy yeah. has come. He's he's had a lot of stick, and to be fair, even though he's still probably eating a few pork pies, he still he looks like a lot <laughs> a lot better, a um, lot better player. Um, and I, again, might be credit to Ollie, but I think just generally what he's what he's been doing, um, he needs to carry on doing, and he might have that good shout for us, um, obviously in the England team as well. Um, Moses Spencer, right back. What you got? This is where it's going to start, Wes. I've gone Stuart Dallas of Leeds. 
How do I enter um, sound effects? I've gone Stuart Dallas of Leeds. Eight goals, two assists. Versatile, plays right back, left back, centre midfield. Um, a lot of the times, Leeds' best player. Um, right backs in the Premier League this season, no one's really looking through them or no one's really jumped out of the page and said, it should be me. Trent had a terrible first half of the season. All right, he's getting a bit better now. Um, but I thought in that position, I wanted to think outside the box. And I think if, if you, you know, Leeds probably Leeds' best player this season. Eight mm-hmm. goals and two assists from a lot of the time playing fullback. He's even filled in at centre-back. Versatile. Um, first season in the Prem. Yeah, Stuart Dallas. Can I ask a quick question before we get to the rest of the team and obviously hear your pick as well? And do you have any more Leeds players, or is this just a way of you trying to get a Leeds player? In the team? No, no, no. I don't have any more Leeds players. <laughs> I, don't have any more, I don't have any more Leeds players. I genuinely, I genuinely believe that he deserves to be in there. No, it's just a, joking. Yeah, he's, a, he's a good player. I just don't think good there's player. been any outstanding, outstanding candidates. It's, it's a no. solid Aaron, pick. Uh, Aaron, yeah. are you gonna say Matty Cash? <laughs> if he didn't get injured, if he didn't get injured after I <laughs> praised him for so long, I, I, he may have been up there. But I think, I think, I think it's it's right to say just before we go through the the elevens is I think it's been a difficult year for team in the season because obviously you want to go through the whole season, mm. but this season, apart from I think maybe three players uh, that have performed at a high level, the rest of either start the season strong and then January, February, either mm-hmm. lost their form, long-term injuries, uh, rotated a lot. So I think it's really difficult this year. Mm. Uh, so I've tried to keep it as consistent as possible. I'm gone with uh, Cancelo right back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, went, I went with Kufel, West Ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with any of them, to be fair. Mm. Cancelo, yeah. the thing is what I always find with Man City players is they're not always in. So it's like, yeah. yeah, like you're looking at it now, and Walker's playing good. He's playing well, like Superb, you, you have yeah. Walker out. But then you think Cancelo. There was a point where he was ridiculously unplayable. Yeah. Um, I think Kufal going down the going down going down a similar route to Dallas is he's just been so so consistent. Consistent, yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. Just for me, with Dallas, was the amount of goals he scores mm-hmm. and assists and stuff like that contributions to the team so high. Um, but I know Kufal also, um, yeah, had, has got a few assists as well. So. Mm. Yeah. Um, Centre-halves, so I'm going to name both. Um, Ruben Diaz, obviously. Um, and I've put Harry Maguire. I, can't, I stayed in Manchester. I tell you what, yeah. I looked at some of the stats of Maguire and I was, I was like, oh, he's gone about his business the right way. Mm. And mm-hmm. I tell you what, you notice how good a player is when he goes when he's injured or out of the team. Now done. United that United de- uh, defense once he came out. Oh my god, mate! What wait, you can wait, see. wait till you see England, mate. He needs to get back, or wait till you yeah, see England we need him back right in there. If you yeah. think Man yeah, is bad, yeah, wait till you see England. If he's not back, it's going to be the mental. Only, the only thing, the only thing I would say about that with Maguire um, in England. Is me personally, I'm not saying Tyron Minks. I watched Connor Cody the other day, and uh, where was it? Was it, uh, was it Liverpool game? Was it Liverpool game? I think it was played, it played Liverpool. Who got the when did Alisson, did Alisson score against them? It wasn't was it? it last uh, that was Alisson scored against West Brom. No, think, so who did they play? Oh, uh, uh, Tottenham. Was it Tottenham? Tottenham. Oh, okay, Tottenham. Uh, mate, the first half. Oh my god, couldn't get past him. Yeah, and he was he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good leader. I think he's he's the he's the voice that John Stones needs that mm. Ruben Diaz brings. That's but mm. that's that's a whole different topic. But yeah, for me, um, Aguirre had a great season. Again, a lot of people going, uh, you know, was Slabhead worth eighty million? He's kind of like showing his worth now. And yeah. um, Ollie's, as I said, Ollie's got him and Luke Shaw playing that uh, defense playing quite quite well uh, for me. So yeah, Maguire and Diaz. Uh, what have you guys got? Uh, I've got the same, same Maguire and yeah. Diaz, mate. Yeah, yeah. I I had a back. I originally had a three-four-three, and I had Diane Maguire, uh, Diaz, and Maguire as two of the three. But I changed it to four-three-three, and Maguire was the one that got left out. Unfortunately, I put in uh, Wesley Fofana. Yeah, nineteen-year-old, thirty-six million. He was signed in the summer at nineteen. 
And he's just walked into that Leicester team. And for me, one of the main reasons why they're, they're where they are is because of him. He's had Johnny Evans one side, Suen Chu the other. You know, the wing-backs have been changing pretty much every game because of injuries and stuff. And he's just been consistent in that heart of that Leicester defence. Where did they sign him from? Uh, they signed him from St. Etienne, I think. Oh, the same team we bought William Saliba, who's on loan. From, yeah, please don't, please don't, please. I can't. Interesting. Yeah. Well, well, well done, well done, Arsenal. Good work. Good work. They they did have a good <laughs> partnership last season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great, great to hear that, mate. Uh, <laughs> no, for Fana, yeah, look, look solid, mate. Um, yeah, love, loving that. So yeah, good, good picks. No, nothing too controversial. Stuart Dallas is just on the on the cut, <laughs> on the cut. But yeah, valid valid points. <laughs> I think this is where it gets interesting because you can't fit everyone in. No, uh, and yeah, so it's going to be very so interesting. Did you play? So you guys have played a three, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna name, I'm just going to name my midfield. I, I got the four in the midfield, and I went Indeedy mm-hmm. as my like holding player. Let's start again. Um, I don't think Leicester can do what they do without him in that in there, and he would be for me in my eyes would be perfect next to to Partey, for instance. Um, in, in my opinion, of what he done breaks up the play well, interceptions. You talk about blocks again, uh, Mo, and I think this guy just seems to be there, reads the game very well, uh, does the dirty stuff. Yeah. Um, what I've done is put, as I said, I played little diamond four. I put Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez. I don't really like the guy too honest, but he, as a player, what <laughs> he does for United, he's such a, he's such a, he's that player that's like, oh man, I just don't like this guy, but yeah. he's, he's good. You his know, stats but, don't um, lie, do they? His stats, and he, you know, it's, even if you take penalties, just the way he plays the game, like yeah. it means something to him. Yeah, I like, I love that. I do, mm-hmm. like, I do like that. Obviously, I, I put Phil Foden next to him in there, and I've got, I still got KDB. I don't <laughs> know how you can play a team without De Bruyne. I do, I just watch him again. Uh, he's another one. I know, we, like you said, he comes in and out. Like you said, Pep brings him in and out. The level, mate. No, nah, it's crazy, crazy. Half the a game. His passing, yeah. Half, the half a game. He puts on. Oh my! God. Half the a game to re, to re to re to refine his level. Forty-five minutes and he's back <laughs> at his level, mate. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> crazy, man. He's a he's a he's a joke, and I, I do. I always love when you uh, they do the rewind of. Um, Merson and the boys on on uh, oh, yeah. Saturday. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Why are they falling back? Blah blah blah. He's not going to make it. He couldn't get in the Chelsea side. All that sort of stuff. I love I love those throwbacks. But those levels there. I think all all four of those players this year um, have stayed at the right levels, being consistent um, in the position that they do. And and I think it, it any one of those four you take out of their teams, you notice they're missing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you want to go next, Moses. Me Who's next? No, I'll let you go. I'll let you go, Mo. I'll let okay. you go. Is it, a, is it a free, yeah? Yeah, so I've, got, a free, right? I've got a midfield free. Um, the holding one was between two people. It was actually between three people. Ndidi, um, Rice and Suchek. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Suchek. Um, the reason why I'm going to go with Suchek is, again, when I was looking at it, I wanted to go in. I had a, a, a long look into sort of stats. And what Suchek provides in both boxes is a joke. Um, defensively, he's part of a, a spine that's gone from pretty featherweight to to very strong for West Ham this season, and probably been the main reason why they've um, why they've showed such an uptake in form. And Didi, for me, um, it's just a little bit with the injuries, injuries and suspensions. I always find that he's in and out of the midfield, but when he plays, I appreciate what he does. Uh, Suchek plays every single game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rice as well. Obviously, he's been out for the last six, eight weeks. Um, so obviously, he was he would have been the one. But I've gone with um, I've gone with Suchek. Nine goals, uh, two assists this season as well. So over ten involvements. Um, so I'll go for Suchek deep. Um, the two in front of him, I've gone Fernandez and KDB. I mean, I don't think. There can be a team without them guys, without even looking at the numbers, just by sheerly watching what they do on the pitch and how important they are for for their teams, um, is enough is enough to 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 know that they both have to be in there. Mm. Yeah, right. that's yeah. that's fair enough. Uh, 
yeah, I've got Suchek. Same pretty much uh, explanation as you, Mo. What he's done to that uh, West Ham midfield uh, has been unreal. Uh, he just pips Rice and uh, yeah, and Didi for me. Uh, but beside him, I've gone for Gundogan. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was hard. It was hard to leave him out. It was very I, hard to mm, leave him out. To be I fair. couldn't. I couldn't. He's one of the ones I just literally couldn't leave out because, you know, when when De Bruyne was injured through that period, or when he wasn't playing through that period, there was a lot of people thinking, who's going to take, you know, the goals from from him and and whoever without a striker as well. And he pop, he's popped up with twelve goals this season out of nowhere, winning Mad. them games left, right, and centre. Uh, was their main man for a large part of the season. So yeah, Gundogan and Bruno just in front. Same as you, uh, Sam. Not a yeah. huge fan of him as a. Just for some reason, I just don't. I've, I've just never warmed to him. But you can't argue with his stats and and, and yeah. the way he just wants to win every game. What he's doing, yeah, that's yeah. it. It was so it was so funny. It was so it was so funny when um when uh, KDB come back from his injury. Um I remember watching a game and Gunda Gundogan thought he still had the license to run beyond. <laughs> and and KDB was like, nah nah, sit back now, sit back. <laughs> you just need to move it through midfield. I'll take it over from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's fair. That's fair. Um Aaron, we'll we'll start with you on this one. Then, who's, who's your front three? Mate, this is where it gets this is where it gets difficult, really, really difficult. Uh, I've gone for right Kane, the, the main striker. Uh, that's that was probably the easiest part. Uh, there's not much to say about him, you know, with with regards to his goals and assists this season. Uh, so yeah, he's the he's he's up top. He's got how many goals? Twenty two goals. And 13 assists, so he's topping both goals and assists this season. Uh, either side of him, man, I've gone Mount uh, Young. He's obviously my young player of the year. I, I had to fit him in over Foden and Grealish. Uh, and the other side, I've gone KDB. Just like you both said, you can't have the team of the year without him. And he pips uh, probably Sun as well, who who's done extremely well, 17 goals and 10 assists. Uh, so, yeah, Mount, Kane and De Bruyne. Nice. Nice. Moses? Oh, man, this is sickening. <laughs> this is sickening. Um, it is. So, uh, Kane's my main man. Um, I've got Mount in there as well, as I said. Um, uh, I just think how important Mount's been for Chelsea for the last two years Mm. has been for me it's been like it, for me there's simply no question that he's been their best player um, and I remember even saying this um, on the pod and a Chelsea fan that was listening to it like saying like nah like I don't know if like he's all that I think like, like just because Lampard's there he's got him in I was thinking no but do you watch the games though do you watch like <laughs> do you watch the games like, he's never injured yeah he plays every minute of every game he creates he's box to box you know, he can play six, eight, he can play ten, he can play left, right. You know what I mean? Guy's talented. So mm-hmm. um so yeah, for me I've got Mount in there. I've obviously got Kane, which I've already said. And then on the other side, which is probably gonna be mad controversial, I've got Mo Salah. Yeah. <laughs> Mo Salah, yeah, has got twenty two Premier League goals, yeah. And there is not a single person that thinks he's had <laughs> he is sometimes he is underrated massively underrated his numbers yeah. are a joke like yeah. like 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 if you actually think about what he's done yeah it, to any other person yeah they're saying Mo Salah hasn't done nothing this season they're saying Son's had a crazy season Son's got 17 goals mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. most, like it's it's so easy to just overlook. Like Liverpool have had a bad season. He's still hitting his numbers. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mane's gone way off. Firmino's a mile off. Yeah. The whole team's a mile off. And you would argue that he's a mile off, but the numbers tell you he's not a mile off. He's nowhere near a mile off. So you know, over Son, um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Salah there. 
What about you, Sam? What was your front two? Um, yeah, Harry Kane, without question. Um, obviously, in, obviously in there. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't leave him out. And that's Dominic Cavalloon. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> do you know he what? Was... I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, could, I, I was like, do you know what? I looked, I looked and yeah, I, I agree with what Mo Salah still put up the numbers. But mm. there was, people were talking about Dominic Cavalloon needs to have a big, big season. And he started off exactly as I thought he would. Yes, there was a, there was a blip, but he's now still, he's still putting himself in those chances. He's still, and he's obviously picked up the, the goals that were, were needed as well to, to put him up there. In an Everton side that, Dipped in, dipped in form as well, um, and I think just watching him again, left foot, right foot, headers, you know, tappings, screamers, like he's 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 done it, and I I'll, I'll give him that, and I actually again I'm gonna uh, go for it again that we'll have another big season, maybe even bigger um, next year. I think starting to find his feet. Um, I think he dipped a bit of form when uh, uh, Dinya got injured, yeah, and they. They lost. They lost a little bit of their 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 way, but um, yeah, I think with the formation, I'm saying I'm going down the formation route. But yeah, as a, as a two, him and Kane would be great. Mate, and I think I think I think DCO has to be in with a shout of young player. Really, sixteen prem goals as well. Like it's, yeah. it's serious numbers. He's 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 not even about him in that in that mm. bracket. But mm. you know, sixteen goals. Like it's it's a lot. Like he's come a long way, mate. And 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 if you think he's their main goal threat, they've they've yeah. said we're not going to go out and sign a striker. We're going to go with you. And he's repaid them with sixteen prem goals. Do you know what I mean? So, but mate, that's the thing. He, right he has done that because you, you you talk about Richarlison and they were like, oh, bit like you know this guy. You know Richarlison. Richarlison on paper, you look at him going, yeah, he's a good player, but he's turned six goals this season. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. I saw something crazy. Ancelotti's. Um, Quoted as saying he's challenged him to get thirty goals next year. I'm like, How do you challenge someone that scored six goals this season to go and get thirty? He just wanted uh, to get double figures. <laughs> yeah, and it just, I tell you what, even if you said if I said if someone got six goals this year and I'm talking to them about targets, I'm going to go right. Um, you're on six this year. Maybe try and can we double it to twelve? And here's your stretch target: fifteen. But thirty. What are you smoking, actually, yeah. man? <laughs> to put the old ravioli down, mate. What is going on? Like, what? That's mental. But yeah, D- DCL, that he's, he's done bits. I really do hope he, um, he makes the squad, obviously. I think England, we've always had that main threat in Harry Kane. But when Harry got injured, it was like, uh, who goes next? And I actually yeah. think between him, and I've got to say, if you look at the numbers, please do look at the numbers at Tammy Abraham as well. Because they're actually surprising. They actually surprised me when I saw the numbers of, of Tammy Abraham as well, even though he was, you know, left out of the FA Cup final. Bonkers. Um, but you've got some good young strikers in there. Um, but yeah, Dominic Calvert-Lewin for me completes it. But um, is there anyone that you think you probably just missed out? If there was one player you would have put in there? Uh, no, you don't. Allow, you're not allowed to talk because it should have been Foden. <laughs> No, no, mate. Grealish is probably the one, isn't it? There was, there was, there's Mm. a few players that you know you could argue. um, You know, like we we all had them in in some capacity. But there's, there's, you know, Son. He must have been very, very close. Yeah, um, had a good season. Um, Lingard's had an unbelievable second half of the season. He might have been in there um, for a shout. Obviously, Grealish. He's he's been out, like you lot said. I mean, he's in and around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tielemans is Tielemans, always a good Tielemans. shot. That's yeah. what I mean. There, there were so many players that were so close. Um, even when you think back to the start of the season, uh, Eze had. He had a good season. Uh, first half of the season could have been in the shot for young player. But when you're looking at them, them, um, them awards... The young players now are playing so many games. Yeah, it's, having a good half a season isn't enough to get young player. You know what I mean? Nowadays, yeah, you have to yeah. you have to have a a quality season. You know, agree. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But so it's it's been good. It's been nice. It's been a nice one to to go over. To be honest, because of the like you say, the amount of young players that have been about though. So um, yeah, it's been been enjoyable. Be nice to see what the whether this is just like the foundations of what they're going to bring to us next next season. Obviously, um, 
we'll go into our, you know, the next episode. I'm sure we're going to go into a few things, including obviously where Harry Kane might end up with obviously the rumours going around there. Um, uh, Mr. Roy, Roy Hodgson has, re- looks like he's retired, not just leaving Palace, but he's retired from the game. We'll see who's going to take over there and what we expect from, from some of the, some of the players. Actually, you talk about fullbacks, the young lad at Palace. Tyson, Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be some yeah, player. Another one to look out for. Yeah, another one to look out for as well. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be an interesting, interesting episode and see where obviously people are, are sort of putting their minds for for the England squad as well. Um, I'm sure a few of us. Well, I, I can only speak for myself, but I'm quite happy it's gone up to the 26 because yeah. uh, it was hard enough as it, it was. was hard so. en- yeah, it's impossible. What are you down to? What are you down to, Aaron? Eight hundred twenty-seven. No, no, I've got fifty-two left now. Man. 52. <laughs> just got, just, just got to go through the full-backs and the wingers now. <laughs> you sure you don't want us to put this back a couple of weeks? You know, no, no. Uh, I, sp- I spend the rest, rest of the week just, you know, revising. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> love it, absolutely love it. But boys, that, that's that's been a pleasure. Um, I'll be interested to see if anyone else has uh, got anything. But I don't think there's been too many sort of controversial shouts. Um, I think we've done done quite well. Um, Stuart Dallas might play on my mind by the end of, <laughs> end of the evening, but um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. But yeah, it's been a pleasure, boys, and uh, yeah, that's been the award ceremony of playing out from the back. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.